So hello and welcome back to another episode of Not Another. I'm Alex Rubin, your favorite lesbian in training and your number one host. I'm here today with a beyond special guest. You probably know her if you've <laughs> ever binged any form of reality television during this past pandemic because it took over everything. All of our lives were consumed by one shape and that was a circle. I want to give a massive shout out because I, to be fair, this surprise special guest has been a friend of mine for far longer than her reign on said shape but i want to give it to her right now she played a very tough game she was fantastic she is the queer star breakout of the circle season three and i'd like to give amazing welcome to sophia hi baby how are you hi, hi. i'm so good thank you for having me this is so fun thank you for being here of course of course i love i love doing podcasts and so like a podcast of yours i'm like hell yeah i'm in done sold hell yeah i'm so glad because you are you are if i had to pick out of all of all eight of the people that i've recorded with so far at this very moment obviously order may change <laughs> but you are the lesbian you're the first lesbian that we've had on the pod so thank you for being here shut up no i won't oh my god i'm honored lesbian. what a title oh my god you are you are a lesbian. i would say I would think I would think you constitute, and I want to say also congratulations on your engagement. I I love Savannah, your fiance, with my heart, my whole heart, and you guys are presh, presh. Every single picture that you post on Instagram, I like. I'm genuinely, I actively, audibly, I'm like, oh, <laughs> like I do, like a, oh, you know. <laughs> it's like it's involuntary, of course, as you should. It's like an involuntary. I just like, mm. I like hear it come out of my mouth. It's very cute. I'm very, very happy for you both. It is so crazy because the last time that I saw you and like, obviously you don't need to divulge any personal information if you don't want to, but I know that you and Savannah's relationship is extremely public, which is beautiful. And it's, it's just so cute. But when I first, like when I first met you and we, last time I saw you, you guys weren't together technically in, from what I knew at all. Mm -hmm. And so when I found out that you guys were dating and you guys were like seeing each other, I was like, that just makes sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? There are yeah. two people that I see that I'm like, that tracks that <laughs> you guys should have been. How did I not see that before? Yeah. Yeah. How did, so do you want to talk a little bit about like how you and I mean, you don't have to, but like how was it, was Savannah somebody that you gravitated towards naturally as like a friend first, obviously. And then like from there, just naturally like spun out did you guys always have like feelings for each other because the way that I met my girlfriend we I had no idea mm -hmm. at all that she had any feelings for me whatsoever the first time that we spoke she was like I honestly thought she was straight yeah I'm gonna be honest <laughs> I was like I was like oh that's a hot straight girl cool and then I just like kind of went along my way and she was like no come back I was like okay <laughs> and now I'm here yes. I was like sure thing I love that yeah we we met um through a mutual friend like in like back in like 20 like 14 15 and i like we just like like you said just immediately gravitated towards each other and it was just like oh we are have so much in common we're like best friends yeah. for a couple of years and just inseparable and it's really funny because all of my friends and family knew that i liked her before i knew that i liked her because people all the time were like i was not gay i was like very much involved in my church i was like very much like i never didn't 
you know, support gay rights or anything like that, but I, it just wasn't an option for me. And so I have people constantly, I had like boyfriends and people, I would literally go to my friends and be like, God, why don't I like kissing him? Like, what is going on? And all my friends would literally be like, so baby, like, maybe you're gay. And I would be like, what? No, ew, no. Like, and then like me and Savannah got so close and people started to literally be like, hey, do you, do you think you have a crush on her? And I'd be like, what are you talking about? Like, no way. You're like, not a chance, brother. <laughs> no. God in Jesus, baby. Um, yeah. Exactly. That was like years of that. Like years of that. And moved to Orlando, <laughs> like the gayest city I could possibly move to at the ripe age of like 18, 19. Oh, and yeah. oh yes found so queer so queer orlando is shockingly queer yes. to people who have not been there or the people who only go to celebration florida to go to yeah. disney and you don't really explore outside of like that very beautifully beautifully crafted bubble mm-hmm. it is so fucking gay yes. orlando is if you want a gay old time and you want to just get gay with your gay friends, go to Gay Orlando. I promise you. I promise you. You're going to you're gonna be out-gayed by the people that walk those streets. Exactly. And that's what did it for me is I was like, oh, everyone's gay? Like, I'm the minority here? The straighty? Like, I was like, what is going on? And... I just started exploring myself then and was like, okay, word. Yeah, I'm definitely gay. This checks the boxes. And me and Savannah, Savannah lived this there. This checks all the boxes. Yes, this checks the boxes. And so me and Savannah both lived here at the time. And then I realized like, oh shit, I'm definitely in love. Like, that's what this is. That's why I'm obsessed. That's why I feel jealous. That's why I feel all these feelings. Like, I am in love. Um, so I like yeah. told her that and she was also sh- like straight. So she thought at the time. And so it was like kind of like a year of working through like, what is this? And figuring out like, what are we like in love? Like, cause it was just so confusing. Cause neither of us had been with women really. And like, I just started being with women. So it was just kind of like exploring our sexualities like together while also being in love, which was like a really cool thing. Yeah. I can't imagine that to be, that's why the most comfortable that you could ever be with someone and was like figuring it out yeah. with somebody else who you've been so close with mm-hmm. for so long. Yeah, exactly. So it was it was really cool. And then yeah, after like probably like a year or two years maybe, we cracked cracked down, tied tied not tied the knot. I wasn't tied the knot. We got married. I was like, that's <laughs> no. news to every is this an exclusive? Are you breaking this here? <laughs> no, but yeah, we made it official. So and then it's been four years. Yeah, that made my heart so happy. That made me so oh, four whole years. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. And now we're Look at this, dude. Thank you. Congratulations. Congratulations. A love story for the ages. (laughs) Genuinely. I am so thrilled to see. I remember Michael, who's a mutual friend of ours. He was my former roommate. He... Also my former roommate. Look at this. (laughs) We have so much in common. We're both gay. We both lived with that gay. It's just fantastic. We all know every... We both know every song uh, Britney Spears has ever made because he plays it in the shower exclusively. Go off. (laughs) Yep. But... He when he told me that you were going to be on the show because it wasn't it wasn't when he wasn't supposed to say anything. It was like after the fact he was allowed oh, it's to speak. Okay, okay. I so, know that because he said shit. I know. Okay, 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 okay. So so maybe he told me before he should have told me. But I was trying to save your ass, Michael. But it's sorry, you're on blast. But no, um, I know his ass too well. <laughs> yes, of course. But I mean, again, I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to spill any tea but he told me 
And I was like, are you talking about like the circle? This like, like the show, the circle or is what? She's like, yeah, like Sophia's like MIA right now. Like we, nobody, <laughs> like she ha- doesn't have her phone. Savannah hasn't seen her in weeks. Like they're not, like, and I was just like, are you fucking, are you fucking kidding me right now? He was like, no. And like, apparently like, it's really good. And I was like, okay. I was like, I'm amped. And I'm telling you, I did not watch The Circle before. I knew the show because everybody was obsessed. Everybody, nobody could stop talking about it. And I watched every single episode of your season. Every single episode. (laughs) Just to be a supportive friend, but also because I was like fucking hooked. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Like, (laughs) I can't peel myself away. Me and Michael would sit and watch all the time. And it's just, it was so fucking good. Like, tell me, okay, so... How did it come to be, like, how were you approached for this? Did you, like, audition? Did you send in a self-tape? Like, what was the process? Hmm. So it, um, me and Savannah, like, when season one came out, which was, like, beginning of 2020, it was, like, Mm -hmm. right as the pandemic was about to happen, we binged the whole show, and I was obsessed because I love reality competition TV. I have, like, a survivor brain. I, like, Mm -hmm. and I was watching it, and I was like, dude, all these people are, like, so friendly. Like, nobody's trying to win this money. Like, nobody's being strategic. Nobody, like, because season one, everybody didn't really know what they were doing because it was a fresh show, and it was kind of, like, when they pitched the show, it was pitched as, like, a show about friendship and, like, making friends and like it wasn't pitched as like a strategy trying to win a hundred thousand dollars it was literally just pitched as like a show where you make friends and can maybe win some money and like it was just like oh okay fine. what's better than that yeah season one's like really lighthearted and sweet so when i watched it i was like what are all these people doing like i know i could go in here and like play a strategic game and win this money whatever and then pandemic rolls out and they posted that they were doing like auditions still um, and so they obviously had to cancel the in-person auditions and they were only taking video auditions. Right. So I actually had another friend. I saw that she, like the auditions were happening because she had posted on Facebook, like, Hey guys, I just auditioned for the circle. Like go like my YouTube video. And I was like, Oh shit, let me just do that real quick. You said, um, I'm not going to like it. I'm actually just going to go audition myself and you can like my YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that friend. Thank you, girl. Thanks girl. Still haven't even told her that that's why I auditioned. I never told her. Do you want to say thank you to her right now? Rachel Lewis, if you're out there, it was all you, baby. It was all you. Thank you, Rachel. We love you, queen. I also copied your audition just a little, and I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Rachel, get her. <laughs> but um... We actually have Rachel in the studio right now. Rachel, come on out. No, Rachel, please <laughs> That's so funny. But she, yeah, so she had posted it on like our like Whitaker. You know, Krista Whitaker, right? You of course, to. yeah. Okay, yeah. you have to. There's no way you don't. There's no way anybody in the world doesn't know Krista Whitaker. Okay, so she had posted it in Krista Whitaker's theater family page, and that's where I saw it. And I was like, oh, let me just go do this really quick. And I was literally, I looked almost like worse than I do right now, like was not prepared, hair on, mm-hmm. glasses on, sweatshirt, like was just not trying at all because I thought it was so funny, the idea of me auditioning for a reality TV show that I like did it as like a joke. Like it was like a joke. And so I sat down. It was a I bit. Even, it was a bit. It was literally a bit. And I sat down. I had to use Savannah's phone because mine didn't have storage. And I was like, Savannah, babe, let me use your phone real quick for something. <laughs> And I sat down and I recorded this video of me literally being an idiot, being like, I'm going to be on the circle, like making fun of it. 
And I got a call. I the fucking next day. can't. <laughs> I got a call the next day and declined it because I, I thought can't. it was my credit card company calling me in a pandemic. And I was like, absolutely <sighs> not. <laughs> I was like, absolutely not right now. We're not doing this. And they called again. And so I answered with an attitude, like full on was like, hello. Like, what do you want? Hello. And I didn't have signal because I'm in fucking Orlando. And it was like, okay, right. use this the circle. And I ran outside and was like, hold on, hold on. And I got my first call being like, hey, we saw your, your video. We want to put you through to the next round if you're free for another. You're like, you're. You're like, the bar is literally in hell if you're putting me through yeah. the next round yes. on that fucking video. Okay. Yes, literally. Great. And so, yeah. I love it. Like, months and months of doing, like, rounds of auditions. And you actually don't know if you're actually cast on the circle until they put you in the show. Because they sent out, I think it was, like, 40 people more than they needed to the UK because of COVID and everything. Oh, and they shit. kind of decide who they want to go in after you do your, um, they call it, like, your circle interview where you're like, hey, I'm Sophia and this is how I'm going to win. That's who they, how they decide. Got it. So I was, like, in okay, the got it. had no idea if I was even on the show yet until I got a call being like, hey, we're picking you up in, like, four hours. So... That's crazy. That's crazy. See, I didn't know. I knew that you were in the UK because I knew Michael told me, but I didn't realize one that they like take a surplus of people. Did they just like send those people home? Yeah, there was a lot of people. Wow. So the shitty thing was too is season two and season three filmed back to back. So a lot of people were sent out for season two, didn't make it on season two, stayed for all of season three and didn't make it on that and then just got sent home. And so they were, like, stuck in the UK for, like, and it's lockdown, so it's not like you're doing anything fun. We, like, had to stay in an apartment. And it was, I think, I think the longest people stayed out there was, like, a month and a half or two months, like, just out there with nothing. They take your phone. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't even imagine, like, that's, like, kind of torture a little (laughs) bit, especially in COVID. I... I was like, oh my God, I have it so rough as I have like my little Nintendo Switch Lite. I have my phone, my laptop, my fucking TV. I'm streaming the circle. I'm like, oh my God, life is really hard right now when there's fucking contestants. Not even, they're not even contestants. That's the worst part. They They were potentials, potentials that never got the chance to go through and just sat and rotted in a UK apartment (laughs) with nothing. Their family is like, are they ever coming home again? (laughs) Do we just move on without them? Are they gone? Yeah. I was so lucky because yeah, I had like friends on my season. So like Nick and James, they all got flew out Mm -hmm. for season two and they waited forever and they got told like, Hey, you didn't make it on, but like, we might put you on for season three. And James almost went home. He was like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Like he literally almost was like, no, send me home. And he ended up winning. (laughs) I know. I was going to say, yeah. I was about to be like, no, honey, I bet you, I bet you're grateful you did not say those words every day. Because they literally, he got a call being like, hey, season two started, you didn't make it on. And then got a call, hey, season two ended, you didn't make it on. Hey, season three started, you didn't make it on yet. But hold on, you still might. And then like, he got sent on really late. So he was literally like, okay, what am I still doing here? If the show's been going on for like a week and a half now. And then he ended up getting on and winning. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I probably would have had the same mentality after like call number four. Exactly. Of them being like, "There's still hope." Yeah. I would have been like, "Fuck, you yeah. know, like fuck off." Sorry, hope. but like, I hope. I want to go home. <laughs> I want my phone back. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, exactly. please. 
Um, no, but I, that's so sick. And I mean, you are, I see social media, like you guys are genuinely still really tight. Eh? You guys talk all the time? Absolutely. Like, I think our season especially, like, I mean, all the seasons are really close. I'm close with people from all of the seasons, too. But I don't know what it was about, like, our season, but we just all, like, like, that hashtag circle family, like, that actually is so genuine because I talk to these people every single day. Like, every single day. Really? Literally more than, I probably talk to some of them more than I do, like, my lifelong best friends. Like, it's insane. That makes sense. Yeah. You guys went through something that's, like, very, uh... I would say unique yeah. to you, especially in the in the circumstance that you were doing it. Was mm-hmm. like, I mean, people who film reality television, I know this because I've produced a couple of seasons of reality TV. Um, it's a very, uh, it's a it's a bubble mm-hmm. to say the least. It's a bubble, and every if you are working, if you're being filmed for reality television, there's only a certain amount of people who understand exactly what you're going through mm-hmm. at that moment in time because it is an altered reality. Yep. Point blank period. I know it from the producing side. I know it from PAing. I know it from working on a set and all of that shit. Like mm-hmm. working on reality TV and being filmed constantly, having cameras on you all of the time. 24 7. It is draining. It's draining yeah. at moments, you know? Like you're kind of just like, all right, like I would really like a moment to myself, but you're like, I guess I kind of signed up for this. Yeah. But I mean, I know that it was fun and I know that you probably had like a a blast in hindsight and you're like you know what like I I would do it again because you have all these great friends and these great memories and like this really incredible experience but I can imagine that it was kind of like at a moment uh, give or take a couple of times you were probably just like I kind of wish I was home right now oh for sure yeah and with the circle it is like I think one of maybe like very few reality shows where the cameras literally never turn off like Ever. They don't leave yeah. ever because they're in the house. They film when you're sleeping. They film when you're in the shower. They film literally 24-7. Um, so it is exhausting. And you have producers, like, for the circle, there's speakers in the apartment. So there's producers talking to you 24-7. You don't see anybody, but you No way. Them. Yes. Yeah. 24-7. They're so it's like, very Big Brother. Uh, yeah. Very Big Brother-esque, um, for sure, in that, in that sense. Yeah. There are speakers in the hallway that or, you know, coaching you, hey, maybe there's going to be something happening soon. Why don't you go stand in the living room? Like, stuff like that. Or in your ear saying, like, oh, what do you think about that? Talk about that. Like, do you think this person thinks this about you? Do you think this person thinks this about you? So, like, I went in very level-headed, like, exactly knew what I wanted to do, very excited to be there because I also was one of the few people that didn't have a large following already. Um, a lot of people on my yeah. season already had, like, like was either TV hosts or were, like, um, Twitch streamers or, like, already had, like, 400,000 followers. And I was a nobody. Like, Very a established. Got, Very established yeah, people. exactly. A lot of people got scouted for the show. And I was one of two, I think, that auditioned and made it. Um, yeah. So it, it, it was a little – you go in. I go in with, like, this, like – no idea of what reality tv is and then having kind of that movie magic like snatched very quickly when there wasn't like an alert sound like that sound that you hear we didn't hear anything there was no sound on the tv it would just be like a picture and then a producer would be like hey look up and i'd like look up and be like oh alert. <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that you know that you just like don't think about and then it's yeah yeah it is definitely and now when you watch it yeah. I'm sure it's like a whole different experience now. You're like, oh, oh I know exactly what they're 
I know exactly what they just said to that person to make them react that way. I know exactly X, Y, Z. Exactly. So, like, the first, like, couple days I was in there, I was very, like, oh, hell yeah, so happy to be here. But I tanked, I think, very quickly when I realized that this wasn't something that, like, I thought it was. When I realized I couldn't make every move that I personally wanted to make because it is a team Mm -hmm. show and production has to say, like, oh, that person's busy right now. You can't talk to them. Because I I think my first day I went in and I was like, Circle, I don't want to talk to Kay. And the producers were like, hey, actually, you can't do that right now. (laughs) I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, we'll tell you when you can do that. And I was like, oh, okay, sorry. Like, my bad. I... <laughs> and then you just, like, sit for hours until they're like, hey, do you want to chat with Mama Michelle? And I'm like, no, I would like to talk to Kay. And they're like, well, you can talk to Mama Michelle. <laughs> and I'm like, and at first I was rolling with the punches. But just like you said, like, it got to the point, I think it was, like, day seven for me where I was like, fuck this. Like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. Like, I was unraveling, unraveling because I wanted to win so badly. And I realized there's, it's all out of my control. What am I doing trying so hard? Yeah. There's nothing I can do here. Like, quite literally nothing. Literally. Um. So now that you have this reality TV like experience do you think you would ever go on a survivor-esque amazing race style reality show knowing now how somewhat out of control like it's kind of out of your hands the way that tv works it's like it is reality but it's a produced reality Mm -hmm. that's kind of the way that i like to talk like i like to think about do you think that you would do a survivor or do an amazing race or do a whatever yeah i think that i i think i would do survivor amazing race just because i'm i'm good friends with a lot of people that have done survivor and it is very much what you see like production does not control what you say or do in survivor you can do whatever you want they do not stop you there's nobody there that cuts off your conversations there's nobody there that's like hey go talk to this person there's no one controlling what you do of course they control the edit of course they can throw in like weird games that might end up getting you out accidentally whatever there's stuff like that but i think that's what actually like attracts me to survivor or amazing race amazing race is the same way me and savannah actually had um somebody who cast for amazing race tell us we should do it and i was like i'm down oh you should so i would love to see savannah on the amazing race when i was like no way she was like traveling for that long no way and i was like savannah it's no i'm not kidding (laughs) it would i i'm i am like i wish that i could convey to the people listening (laughs) the type of person that savannah is but i'm just telling you this this person on a show like The Amazing Race would be the peak of reality television. <laughs> it would be the funniest thing in the world. And I need her to do it. So, so if you're going to need to convince her somehow, do something, pull out the stops, drop a titty, like something. We got to get this going. I know. I need it so badly too. She hates traveling so much. And that's, I literally was like a million dollars. And she was like, but I'm on a plane how many times? And I'm like, Savannah, baby, please. Yeah, literally. <laughs> she's like, no, thanks. And she's like, like, can I bring my switch? And I'm like, probably. I, I was going to say. I was like, Savannah, you can bring your fucking switch. Just like a million dollars, babe. A million dollars. <laughs> Literally. So, yeah. No, I would She's like, I'll buy a Steam Deck. <laughs> a thousand percent. But, okay. So, speaking of reality TV, we, we kind of got to, to discuss the elephant in the room, which was the big circle. I just watched uh, Haley Kyoko's For the Girls video, which is a obvious spoof on... The Bachelor, Bachelorette. 
And I want to say really quickly, why the fuck do we not have a lesbian season of The Bachelorette? Why? Because that video made me so, like, jonesing for it. It would be such good drama. Did you know they did it in, I think it was Japan? I think it was Japan or... or... I think I read something about that. I I feel like... I saw that there was, I read it in like in passing during a time where news was just everywhere all the time. And I was like, oh, that's dope. I'll come back to that and never fucking did. Uh But like, I, I, that video, first of all, the song is a banger. Mm -hmm. Haley, if you ever hear this 10 out of 10 song should be the song of the summer, praying to God that we can get that on radio and make that a big hit. Yep. That video made me Jones for a fucking lesbian bachelorette produced mm-hmm. season i want it to be the bachelorette and i want it to be girls mm-hmm. hot every girl you know every girl's gonna be hot yep. because th- th- every girl in Haley's video was hot Duh. Yep. like every single girl that walked into that video i was like oh yeah i'd marry her i'd marry her i'd marry her <laughs> yeah it's not even and my because like me and my girlfriend whenever we'll watch any any tv show at all like a woman walks on screen we're like oh but best looking woman I've ever seen in my life. So hot. <laughs> Incredible. I was like, I was like, oh my God, no, I'm obsessed. What a MILF. What a queen. Like, <laughs> love of my life. And then a man walks on. I'm like, ugh. Yes. I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. <laughs> literally, I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll take five. I don't even. Yes. Uh, dude, I was literally playing mm-hmm. Animal Crossing last night. And I got to like, I don't, do you play Animal Crossing? <laughs> I do. I, I played for the 2020 like, I think the time when everybody started playing okay. and booming, and then my girlfriend and Michael and everybody got Five Star Islands, and I didn't. And I, I mine was just, like, my island was, like, a walk, one walkway and a really big fountain, and then just, like, a bunch of scattered restaurants yeah. and buildings. Yeah. And I realized in that moment, my girlfriend was kind of like, okay, babe, like, when are you going to do something else with your island? And I was like, this shouldn't be causing me the amount of stress that it's causing me, so I'm going to put the, I'm going to put the island down for a minute. <laughs> and then I got a... I got a new switch and it, I learned the very hard way after putting hours into like villager hunting <laughs> and building this Dale Island and terraforming, terraforming that it doesn't transfer systems. So my whole island was gone. No. And I was like, I was like, I was like, the, um, the number of hours was like, you know, when you play a game on your switch too much where the number of hours is like blue mm-hmm. instead of black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was bright blue. It was like no. 350 hours of Animal Crossing. And I was like, you know what? I was like, you know what? This is a sign. I'm not going to start again. I can't go through it again. And so I made my clean break, but I was playing and I do love the game and I love to watch people play. I watch people play it on Twitch all the time. It's so calming to see people know what they're doing, yeah. um, which I feel like you probably know what you're doing a little no, bit. No, I... I am much like you. I have had a one star <laughs> island this entire time and I've had it. No years. way. I brought I brought no it way. through the circle. Like whenever I like there was like a period of time where you had like two weeks of just um, like quarantining and you could have not your phone, but you could have a switch. And so I had my switch. I did it yeah. the entire time. Since then, it's been two years. I've had a one star island. I don't give a shit. And you actively KK play? Slider. Yeah. Who the fuck is KK Slider? I don't know. I don't care if he comes. I don't really give a shit if he comes to my island. I'm not there for him. I'm there for him. I'm there to make my own friends. I'm not there to give them some weird celebrity. I am the celebrity. They need to worship me. Yeah, you guys should. Slider. 
That is how I feel. Oh my god. She's a KK Slider anti. Oh my god. (laughs) Do not like him. Like, literally don't know anything about him. Anyway. You're like, could it's a man. It's a man is what you need to know. I'm not bringing a man to my island. Exactly. So I brought that up because I was playing last night and there's like now like Harvey asked me to come to his photography island and like build like a wedding set for this couple of alpacas that want to take pictures. And I get there and they're like so straight and they were like, one was pink and one was blue. And then they were like, Ooh, they, they literally said, oh, one of the alpacas said, oh, me and my hubby want to this wedding. I said, bye. I'm not here for this. I'm not you said, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, you and your hubby? Disgusting. Disgusting. I was like, <laughs> so it's bad. I like have to stop. But it literally, I looked at Savannah and I was like, Savannah, ew. And she was like, so if it's a game, like it's literally Animal Crossing. This is for children. Like it's just a game. And I was like, no, but this is gross. <laughs> This is disgusting. I was like, there's there's too much PDA. Like, you're, you said, fuck you, fuck your alpaca husband, fuck this whole island. I'm getting out of here and going back to my shack where all of my people worship me and they've never heard a KK Slider song. Exactly. That was. It kind of sounds like you might have a little bit of a cult going on. Do you know what I mean? I, I hope so. It feels like you're, yeah. I would love to. You know what? I would redownload the game just to fly to your one-star island and stand there and not listen to any music at all. <laughs> Down with KK Slider. <laughs> Down with that dog. That was such a Also, is thing. he ever wearing clothes? He's not wearing clothes ever, right? He's just like a nude guy that comes to perform at your island. Probably. It's disgusting. I feel like you, you would also find him in like the New York subway, like sitting there playing his guitar naked and hoping for money. Yeah. Yeah, he's not KK Slider. He's tricking all these people. He's probably he's from somewhere that nobody knows. All of these poor little villagers yeah. like on this island, and he's just like sending out all these messages, being like, "KK Slider is so famous." KK Slider. So they're all like, "Oh, KK Slider, I've heard of him." And I'm like, "No, you're, he's lying. He's literally lying." So he's, he's running sucks. like a Gossip Girl esque like Animal Crossing blog, where he's sending out messages, being like, "The world famous KK Slider wants <laughs> to come to your island." A thousand percent. A thousand percent. <laughs> Uh, oh, what sorry a scammer. Anyway, that was my... No, don't ever apologize. <laughs> how much I also... Ever. When a man comes on the screen. That's where I was getting. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's why I thought of that. <laughs> that's how we got there. You yeah. know what? Honestly, though, <laughs> Animal Crossing could do with a couple of, like, queer... Twi- like, a little bit of, like, queer twinging. Do you know what I mean? Like, I let's get let's get some queer people. Peacock is trans. The peacock, like on, if you look it up, I think their pronouns are literally they, them. Hold on. I have to, uh, I need to know. Producer, no, wait. Pro- that's why we have Jamie. That's why we have Jamie. Producer Jamie, can you look up the trans peacock from Animal Crossing, please? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. We would appreciate that. Okay. Controversial, though. What? Due to some uh, anatomical characteristics of some villagers like Julia and Poppy, some Animal Crossing fans may believe that they are transgender. Julia's the peacock, right? Because and, and peacocks are supposed I to be probably. mans. Probably. Mans. Listen to me. Mans. Um, they're supposed to be men's. They're men's. Men's is Oh, God. <laughs> of the male variety. <laughs> Sorry. LOL. Sorry. Julia the peacock is perhaps the most prominent Animal Crossing example of a possible trans character she is canonically referred to with feminine pronouns but her coloration matches with that of a male peacock which sport bright blue feathers and a colorful tail for mating rather than a peon a peon peon like is that what women are no, peacock. yeah oh 
Oh, peacock, peahen. What the fuck? What the fuck? I'd never heard of the word peahen until right now. I'm really upset. I'm just all, they're all peacocks. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You're, men are not taking that word. Screw you. <laughs> men peacock are not taking that word. No, you're not oh, taking God. peacock from me. I don't want to be referred to as a peahen. Fuck you. I'm pissed. <laughs> You got me amped. What time is it right now? It's 8.40 in the morning, and I am pissed off that I've learned the word peahen. (laughs) I haven't had coffee. I haven't had anything. All right. Okay. Okay. Haley Kyoko, I'm sorry we're talking about peaheads. We love your song, and we love your girlfriend. We love you. Okay. So I want to talk about it because it's so funny that she – the her girlfriend Becca, who they're a beautiful couple, they're gorgeous. So the the most recent that like coming out post, or I I don't even want to say coming out post, but it was kind of like a launch of their relationship post. Mm-hmm. Like almost made me a little teary. To How be long real have with you, you known? Um, not very long at all. I would say probably within past like two or three weeks, I was really made aware because I really like Haley's music, but I am so wrapped up in the Harry Styles of it all, okay. which is like my lifeblood and has been my lifeblood since like, two, I'm going to be real with you, 2011. Yeah. 2011, yeah. saw him on Tumblr and it was the end yeah. of my life as I knew it. Same, same, same. But I was a he's been, he, were you, who were you? Who, was, who did you stand? I was a Zane girly. I knew I was literally going to say, how do I know that you're a Zane girl? How did I know you were a Zane girl? <laughs> I was a Zane Literally. Girl. And I don't blame you, honestly. I kind of like, wait, isn't he kind of the worst now? Didn't he do something bad? It's alleged that he, I don't, I don't want to say that he did this, but there, there are some questions about a domestic dispute with uh, okay. Gigi Hadid's mother. We don't know details about it beyond, but he and Gigi are no longer together, and apparently there was an instance. I think that Zayn really just kind of needs to, like, have a moment to himself Mm -hmm. and, like, kind of figure his stuff out because he is so talented. He's, like, the anti-pop star, though, because he does not tour and he does not like to promote, and he Mm kind of just, like, sings whenever he wants to sing and, like, goes about his own business, I guess. Yeah. But, um... Liam is the one that's been causing a lot. Oh of God! Here. I saw that little thing today where he was like, you know, I was wondering. He made that around my face. <laughs> yeah, I was like, why? That's like me when I lie. Me when I aggressively just, I for no reason, outbrashedly decide to lie. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, Tony the Tiger. He was based after my dad. Like, what a fucking lie! Like, no, that's not true, Liam. Liam, you liar. Because have you seen the picture that they put up next to that tweet? That's like him in a fedora and he looks like a fucking doofus. He's literally like, I believe. I'm like, yeah, the face that launched the face that launched one direction. Looks like a guy you would punch in a bar. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, God. Yeah, I was I was a hardcore. Director oh, too. me too. I mean, I, it stuck with me because Harry, it's just kind of like. I was a hairy girl. I was a Nile girl for a little bit, and I love Nile still. He makes Niall like soft food. dad rock. Mm-hmm. He makes soft dad rock and kind of like plays his golf and minds his business. And mm-hmm. I think is the member of One Direction. I mean, I think Harry really loves One Direction. I think Nile is the biggest One Direction fan yeah. that came out of One Direction. For I think sure. he listens to their music still actively. I think he, you know, probably is keeping that group chat alive at every given opportunity. 
whenever anybody does anything, he's like, hey, mate, saw your shit. Like, love you. <laughs> Miss you, XXX. Why don't you ever come around? You know what I mean? I love that. Not to say he's not busy. Not to say he's not busy because I'm sure, you know, he's making his albums. I see he's in the studio on Instagram. I still all follow them on Instagram. I did recently unfollow Liam just because, like, he's like a crypto bro now. Like, I don't really get his angle anymore. Oh, I had to break it. I had to break the 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 OT5 of it all. I just can't. I can't do it. He's too much. But but Harry been taking over my life. So back to what I was saying. I like Haley's music, but I haven't been keeping up personally okay. until this came up because this this trended. This was like a big thing. Yeah. And I read about it and I was like, I did that thing that I do whenever I see you and so I you and Savannah. I did all. And then I kind of got a little teary. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I've known. It was so beautiful. Like, I've been in the, like, conspiracy theory of it for, like, years now. Like, years. Like, I've known for years. And so there was, like, a little little tiny part of the internet that, like, always was, like, on the lookout for where is Becca in the back of this picture. And, like, they're both at the same location. Like, that type of thing. And I've been doing it for years. Oh, my God. I have been waiting for this moment. I've been waiting for this moment. And so I was. So this was, like, a finally, like, a yes. yes, Like, a coming to Jesus thing. Yes. Because, like, me and, like, um, my friend Emma, like, we literally, we've been talking about this for years. And so, and anytime they, like, would post. I didn't know. Location, like, stuff like that. We're like, what are they doing? Like, she's just, it's, she's just worried about her bachelorette following. Like, this sucks. Like, it was just something that we're like, why? Why not? Why not? And so, this was everything for me. And I'm so glad it was as big of an announcement as it was. And wasn't just some, like, soft lunch type of thing. I'm so glad they made an ordeal about it. And I'm so glad she did it in the style of The Bachelorette to be like, fuck you. Like, it was such a big I loved it. And I thought it was everything it needed to be. And I was so happy with it. Everything. Wait. Oh, Jamie just said, Loki, have you seen Haley's sex scene on Insecure? Um, no. <laughs> what is Wait, that? Wait, no, I'm sorry. Jamie, did you, full nude? Jamie, did you just like break lesbian info to us? Which character is she having a threesome with on Insecure? The way that we're like, recording's over. <laughs> we just go to HBO. <laughs> Laura? Oh, Lawrence. Not Lawrence Hive winning. Uh, Lawrence and some rando chick. Oh, interesting. I'm definitely going to watch that for scientific purposes and for, for, um, for podcast. For podcast research, mm-hmm. for the research, yes, for sure. <laughs> it's definitely it's a business write off. It's a business write off. Don't look at me. <laughs> Don't look me in the eyes. Um, but I, I think I think that Haley, we I we talked about this before the pod, and I still think this right now very aggressively. As forty seven minutes later, I think um, Haley is somebody that is really really big in the queer community. She's very very big to to queer women. She's you know a really big pioneer for obviously just like being authentically queer and making your music for the lifestyle that you live and not for the sake of, you know, making a radio hit or making like a, a a target commercial or something along the lines. But I think (laughs) I really want Haley to break out of the queer bubble and be like a fucking, I want like a pop star. Yeah. Which like she could, if she doesn't want to be, she doesn't have to be. Obviously, I'm not trying to dictate her career. I just want to. I want to hear this song on the radio. Mm-hmm. I want to hear this song on summer playlists. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want her. To this song what, is so like, good. What Fletcher's doing right now? Because Fletcher's doing it. She's doing it. I've also been a Fletcher stan from when she was literally nobody. Nobody knew who she was, and 
I'm like watching her grow is insane to me because I've been there when like it was just such a tiny, tiny queer, like tinier than Haley Kyoko, like tiny queer bubble. And now like seeing her and I got to watch her live at Hangout Fest the other day. So I got to go backstage because I was thankfully, amazingly given an artist pass. So I got to like hang That's out so cool. where all of the artists That's were so cool. Now, I watched T-Pain eat his lunch. You got to hang out. Yeah. So I went backstage at one point and I just, there I see beautiful, stunning Fletcher just in her cute little hat and her cute little band tee and her cute little ponytail getting interviewed by MTV. And I just walked up and I was just like watching it in awe because I'm like, here's this little person that was just like literally nobody. And now she's like backstage at Hangout Fest getting interviewed by MTV. And I was just like watching it happen in awe. And I was like, this is everything this is everything because she's so big now it's so sweet it's yeah. so, oh you know what's so funny is like my friends were just like because Lollapalooza after shows were just announced and I'm in Chicago so everybody scrambles to pick their favorite artist and like try to go see them and I unfortunately had the uh displeasure of having to choose between like three people who are going to be like the same day Ugh. and it was but it is incredibly queer because it is Fletcher yes King Princess oh. and Muna. <laughs> oh God, that's everything. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go see Muna because I really like. I've loved them. I, I Harry, funny enough, introduced me to them because they opened for his 2017 theater tour, oh, and so yeah. I went and I heard the Winter Break EP. I don't remember what the actual EP is called, but the song, the EP with Winter Break, and I know a place and a lot of really, really great stuff. The name is like I'm losing it right now, but I fell in love. They're just so good. They're so cool, and every single song that they've come out with since i'm like oh this is such a silk chiffon is a fucking gay anthem yeah. i'm sorry so good so that song good. is so oh phoebe just it's so queer I they're so it. gay yeah um well if you ever have the chance but i really i haven't and i really want to if you get the chance if you i really want to he puts on an amazing fucking show i was in awe was i've in heard awe. that i've heard that and i really really would like to see her because i i want to i want every single queer female pop star to succeed yes and surpass everyone's expectations all the time yeah that's what i want yeah. aggressively and i think halsey is doing a very very good job of uh kind of uplifting and championing a lot of uh queer non-binary artists mm -hmm. and honestly i say this in a way that's like i feel like they could probably do more but i i do i do commend what they're doing like Taylor very recently has been very vocal about LGBTQ uh, equality rights, the, uh, the Equality Act, all of that stuff. And, like, she doesn't really have to do anything, I guess, if yeah. she doesn't want to. But I'm like, let's get let's get Haley on a song. I know that that's your girl. Why don't you jump on a Haley song and bring that shit up to number one? Like, let's, let's get the juices flowing. Exactly. Let's, tr the trickle-down economics of what is Taylor Swift, like, the world's the wor arguably the world's biggest pop star. Yeah. Uh, we could, that's a debate, but I would say, I'm like, hop on some of these girlies tracks. Let's get, let's get all these up to number one. Let's do like what BTS are doing right now. Yeah. Anybody that collaborates with BTS, number one song. Yep. Point blank period. Yep. Put them on the, the world stage. Yeah. I think, I, I think she, I think it's happening in our near future. Cause I just feel like for so long, she was so scared to be outwardly supportive of queerness. So I feel like. Yeah. Because did you watch her documentary? Yes. So good. Oh yeah. yeah. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> I love Taylor Allison Swift. One doctor. We stand. <laughs> um, so we need to get to this bit. And then unfortunately we're going to need to sign off because 
you know, time is linear. And unfortunately, God, I don't want to take sucks. too much of yours, Queen. <laughs> oh, stop. Doesn't that fucking suck? I mean, I think, I feel like time is linear for the most part. But at the same time, like, I could just say, you know, it's 2 p.m. right now. Yeah. And I can just believe that in my head. And that's so how it goes. How do we know the clock We're, haven't been switched a million times, you know? Yeah. Who's to say? Who's, who's K. the K. clock Slider, he did Who's this. keeping an eye on the clock? Is that somebody's job? K.K. Slider. <laughs> of course. K.K. Slider did it. Fuck that asshole. Okay, so what I'm going to do right now is lead us into, <laughs> we're going to talk about, uh, it's a bit we like to do uh, called What's That About, where essentially you get the opportunity to air a grievance that you have in pop culture or a hot take that you have or something that you really love to talk about and your friends are just kind of like, oh my God, Sophia, like we get it, you know, like enough, shush. <laughs> If you want to spill your, like, pop culture guts right now for, like, a minute and a half, two minutes, I'm giving you the floor to do so. This is Sophia. I'm mad I wasted my K.K. Slider rant. Fuck. <laughs> I <laughs> Fuck. We should have. Oh. You know what? You know what? We can retroactively say that you got your what's that about in in the middle of our podcast because that tangent was worthy that was yeah. godly that was- i would say i would say that that was I, we don't even need to do one this is the first time i'm gonna say this we don't need to do one because we had it in yeah that was it you was your it. foresight your foresight was fucking incredible for that <laughs> and that's why you should have won the circle oh. i'm just kidding no james you deserve to win you did a really great job but you i have to be honest you were my favorite um, all right, so why don't you do us a favor really quickly and tell all these people Thanks. where to find you? Um, so you can find me on Instagram at Sophia Lane, or you can find me on TikTok at Sophia Lane with an extra E on the end. I'm trying to start up a YouTube channel, so the link should be in my bio for that, and maybe a YouTube video coming soon, but I always say that, never do it. So don't get excited. I am going to hold you to that. <laughs> Please do. Somebody needs to. Listen, Sophia, thank you so much for being here. You are absolutely a delight. You are uh, a joy, and I cannot wait to see what you do next. And if you guys want to check out more content, you can uh, follow us on Not Another Popcast, P-O-P cast. Or if you're even more inclined to listen to some more content, you want to chat with me, you want to have a what's that about of your own on this podcast, feel free to come to the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash not another podcast. We will see you next Wednesday. I love you very much. Be nice to everybody that you meet and don't forget personal hygiene. Bye for now.